And we're live! What's up, fuckers? My name is Chris. You know, I'm your boy, Daniel. D, hizzy in the building. This is Hanging On For Dear Life. Just want to thank you all for tuning in for another episode here. Um, today we are going into, you guys are going to get to know us a little bit more. You guys are going to get to understand us. Uh, for those of you ladies out there that want a little piece of Chris and Daniel. You can only have a piece of Chris because Daniel's very happily taken. Well, Rihanna. <laughs> uh, we are going over our top five. This is a weird thing to do a top five of because it's, anyway, top five turn offs. Boo. Turn offs. <laughs> Not to be mistaken with turn ons, but turn offs. So let's get into the meat of this. Yeah. So I think we can all agree that everyone's got those things that just, if someone does it, you're like, mm, nope, no chance. There will be no second date. Do not pass go. Do not collect 200. We're out. Like there's hard <laughs> pass. Hard fucking no. So it's gonna be a no for me, dog. Yep. So I am going to kick things off. If that's oh, okay with you. See, that's one of my pet peeves. Too bad. So I'm kicking <laughs> off. Number five is not being funny. If I'm on a date with a girl wow. and we're hanging out and she's just not funny, I'm not into it. I, I like. I need some humor in my life. I'm a, I'm a silly guy. A lot of I joke. On that. I mean, it doesn't have to be like. You don't got to be like stand-up comedian good. Just like, you know, <laughs> some at least bit. decent humor. Like, damn. So like, if you're not funny, like, bye-bye. Do you know what's so funny about that that one? What's and so funny about not funny? Is <laughs> how subjective oh, that is. Oh, it's super right? subjective. Because, and don't get me wrong. This, is, this whole list should be subjective, right? Because yeah. we are talking about our personal mm-hmm. um, top five biggest turnoffs. But the idea that like, again, because like, what you find funny uh-huh. is maybe different than what I find funny and I think fingers. we align a lot. Yeah, but and fingers <laughs> and other people in our lives, right, may not be so funny. So that's such a funny, <laughs> that's, such a funny yeah. that's such an interesting <laughs> top five because mm-hmm. it's very subjective and unique. So Oh, anyway. it is for sure. But I just if you're not funny, like there's no chance. No chance. Oh man, a lot of pressure here. Okay. Um, number five for me is admit when they are wrong or don't know something. Right. So what okay. I mean here is, is like, look, if, if first and foremost, like if you're pretty passionate about something and like, you're pretty certain, like motherfucker die on that hill. Right. I yeah. love that. I, I think that's the biggest turn on when somebody can like, you know, really fight for what they believe in, but also like, don't be willing to be, don't be unwilling to admit that when the evidence or it's clear that something is not what you thought it was yeah. is not what you thought it was. Right. And like, don't be afraid to admit <clears throat> that you're, that you were wrong or yeah. also don't be afraid to admit that when you don't know something, yeah. like, I think those are like, I thought they were kind of the same thing, but like, that's a really big turnoff for me. Right. Like, look, like I know that I'm going to be wrong a lot. Don't get me wrong. Me don't, too. don't get me wrong. Me too. <laughs> if I believe that I'm right on something, <laughs> hashtag me too. <laughs> I will fucking die on that hill. Oh, we know. But if you present me, with a valid argument or evidence that supports like, hey, I'm fucking wrong, I'll be the first to admit that I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, but again, if somebody doesn't or doesn't have the capacity to be able to do that, I, it's a, it's a hard pass for me. Hard no for me, dog. Yeah, 100%. I mean, and I, I, I mean, I'll even own up to like as a younger child, like even like my late teen, early 20s, like I had a hard time with this one. Like sure. I always wanted to be right. I always wanted to know what was going on, like all that shit, right? And then like it took a while for me to realize like, you know what, dude, it's fine. If you don't know, you don't fucking know. Or, like, if you're wrong, it's totally okay to be like, you know what, Chris, you were correct. Like, I was wrong on that. I'm so, like, you know, thank you for telling me that. Like, you know, it's one of those evolution things as a person, but I agree with you. Like, if someone's just 
They some people don't have that evolution. Some people miss that evolution step. <laughs> some people miss that evolutionary step, and I just can't deal with it. That's that step in the evolution was missed. They went straight from a fucking Charmander to a Charizard, and yeah, problems. fucking blowing fire up the wrong asses. <laughs> um, I think one of the people that I admire most that does such a great job with that mm-hmm. is Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, right. Like, and again, I I don't mean a fanboy here, but like one of the things that I admire the most about what he does is he brings people on his his show that are all over the place, right? Like different, completely like, like conversing ideas, yeah. like opposite sides of the spectrum. But he also has a very strong rooted opinion in a lot of things. Cause he has had this experience from a lot of things, Yeah, but he'll be the first person to admit when he doesn't know mm-hmm. if he's wrong or his favorite line is like, well, really? I don't know because I'm a moron. Yeah. Right. And I, and I appreciate that mm-hmm. because it's like, he's willing to understand, seek to understand, ask the right questions. But also again, like if you're passionate about something, die on that hill. Yeah. If you have enough supporting evidence to make you feel why you are, to support why you got there, die on that hill. Yep. But if somebody provi- pr- provides like very eye-opening evidence that it's the opposite, admit you're wrong, man. Yeah. Or girl or fucking I agree. you. I it's- agree. All right, number four. This is more of an intimate turnoff. This is more oh. of like the sexual nature. Ladies, take some notes. So Rihanna, write this down. I'm sure he knows. Um, ear tickling. Not a big ear guy. So like, like the whole like, earlobe biting and stuff like that. Like I don't mind doing it to my partner. I don't like it being done to me. Like I, it, it does nothing for me. I just feel your hot breath in my ear and I'm just like, get the fuck off of me. So like that, that's, a, that's a big turn off for Daniel. Huh. Okay. No, no little like, like a little like tongue mm. on the ear. Nope. Okay. Nope. Don't touch my ear, please. Man, dude, I'm like, neck bites and like <laughs> little ear. See, neck bite? Fine. Totally okay. So bizarre. It's like ear? the same. I feel like that's like the same sensory I don't know what it is. I, area. I, and I don't know what it is. I, I like, it's just the whole, like whatever, whenever it like, starts getting like, you know, bit on or like. Do I want to fucking I, lick those ears I, I think it's the hot breath in the ear hole that like fucking, ah, like get off me. I just want to lick those ears now. No. <laughs> Next time we're rolling in jujitsu, you better cover I ears. swear to God. <laughs> I'm going to, like, if you get me in a bad spot where I might have to tap them back, like, I'm going to fucking lick your ears. <laughs> Just know I'm coming for your ear, motherfucker. Like, just have a rear naked <laughs> sunk in, you're just like... <laughs> and you're like... Ah! <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, I did not know that about you, Daniel. I learned something new today. Yeah, I, ear, uh, ear tickling's not the move for me. Ear tickling, not the move. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of, you know, neck bites and nipples in the yeah. ear. Hey, don't get me wrong. I don't want you to lick the inside of my ear <laughs> like my dog does. Like... Don't get me wrong. Like, even like when I'm like laying with my dog, or like I'm like falling, like, I'm asleep, and my dog goes to wake me up in the morning, and it fucking her tongue oh, in my ear. I don't uh, like it. Uh, but again, like, like if I'm like, feelings. if we're getting things are getting hot and heavy, Daniel, <laughs> and we're like, and the next thing I know, I'm getting a little like earlobe play, and like a little nibble, nibble, <laughs> nibble, and like you know, play around in the ears. I'm like, Bam! I'm like, you know, that's probably that's probably already happened. But I'm like, yo, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I'm like, oh. Uh, uh, uh. Can I just can I side can I sidetrack here for a second? That is one of my like biggest question marks whenever i watch whenever i watch porn and like they're like making out they're getting into it and the dude's still flaccid how i even see a titty fucking bam (laughs) i'm a tent i'm ready to go (laughs) private daniel reporting for duty well listen (laughs) um i just i just don't get it there's the mental fortitude i think that um comes with uh, being in a profession, right? <laughs> it is something um, like dead cat, dead cat, dead cat, dead cat. <laughs> so, no, you know, here, here's here's my here's my uh, real serious take on this, right? Think about professions in general, right? Like yeah. you, like for instance, let's think about professional like sports players. Yeah, they live a certain lifestyle that, like, if we were put in, like, if we were dropped into their moment, right, under the lights, Sunday night, we're dropped into that moment. Our heart rate, 
our excitement, our like everything's through the roof, right? But you take those same vitals or the, those same call. I'm mean, just to call it vitals, right? Of somebody that's been there that like, that's their life, that's their profession. Probably much different than somebody like us. Yeah. Um. And I, and I do think that that's probably like the same idea, right? Like I think porn is a unfortunate profession, and I, mm-hmm. and I say unfortunate not because like I, I shame people that that do that profession, but because the industry is very poor. Yeah. Um. To its professionals right absolutely i think that there's a lot of resources now i think there's a lot of platforms that have actually helped kind of flip that script and you know only fans being probably the biggest of them yeah and i think that's provided a lot of women a lot of men opportunities to do what they're great at or to do what they enjoy in a place that they become the owners of it yep. and in a way that's safe for them well they can make they can do the scenes they want to do yeah. and make their money without having to do things they don't want to do and not getting paid a lot for it exactly right so um that would be my guess. Yeah. Right. Don't get me wrong. I'm probably in the same boat as you. Like I'm like the normal, probably 60% of men. And I say 60% because there's probably a handful of other men that, but like if you're saying that you are part of the minority and you're a man, you're probably just talking a big game. <laughs> yeah. If you're not, if, if you're not disguising your inability to last 20 minutes by multiple positions in your foreplay, you're fooling you're, you're just talking a big game. Cause let's yeah. be real. Like a majority of men, like that's the way it is. So ladies, if your man isn't doing his job and his duty prior to, um, his prior opportunity. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, find yourself a new man because there's a lot of men out there that'll do the foreplay that wants you to get to where you want to be because that's what makes them happy. So true. Number four for me is, Oh, this one's good. Not willing to try something new at least once. Now, this yep. only refers. No, okay, hold on. This only this refers to everything other than food. Okay, right? Because I'm like I'm like I'm gonna be the person that's like, look, if I don't like if I don't want to try, I'm not gonna fucking try it. <laughs> like, yeah. But anything else? Yeah. Try once, right? Especially if it's something that your partner's like dying to do. Not even that. Like, even if it's in a new relationship, right? And you're going to know somebody and I'm like, Hey, call you Daniel, Danielle. Sure. Um, like, Hey, let's go do this. This is what I want to go do. Right. It's something that I really enjoy. Right. Now give me, don't get me wrong. There's like, there's like certain phobias that I would say, Hey, like if that they're, if they're phobia of heights or whatever, like, yeah, don't, don't, don't get upset with them. They're not going to go skydiving. Yeah. But like, Hey, like I've, and again, like, this is also people can, you know, kind of, they can really run with this, like not trying something once you could take that to the bedroom and all these different things. But like, for me, it's like, look, okay. Like I really enjoy, I want to go camping. Yeah. Maybe Danielle is like, never really been camping, but like, I'll try it. Cause you want to try it. It's important yeah. to you. Like I'll try it. Yeah. And then listen, if you try it and you're like, Hey, that was the worst experience ever. Cool. I never will ask you to go camping again. Cause I get it. You don't like it, but at least you tried. Yeah. And you tried in a way that you were open-minded. Not right? like dragging your feet through yeah, it. Yeah, like, like, again, like, it's one thing to just be like, all right, I'll fucking do it. But it's also yeah. like, look, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to try to see it through your lens mm-hmm. to understand why you like it. And one of two scenarios is going to happen. Either I'm going to be honest with you and say, hey, look, it wasn't my favorite. Or it's going to be like, hey, like, it wasn't my favorite, but I understand why you like it. Or it's like, hey, that was actually really great. I'm glad that I tried it and experienced it with an open mind. Yep. So again, I, I think that's something that is one of my one of my biggest turnoffs is when somebody's not willing to at least try something new. Or if they do, they're like coming in with like the most negative like perspective of it or already trying to pretend like they don't like it. 
Yeah, when they like they don't have, waste my time. Like they haven't even set the foot in the door yet, and they're like, I hate it. And yeah, this like, sucks, dude. Like you haven't don't even waste my fucking time. You haven't even tried the thing yet. <laughs> yeah, don't fucking waste my time. Anyways. Yeah, okay. no, that's a good one. Um, cool. Uh, my next one: staying in the bedroom, ladies and gentlemen. Hmm? So I'm staying in the bedroom for my next one, mm. ladies and gents. Um, I thought you were saying it was staying in the bedroom. I was like, no, oh. no, no. Um, ball play. I don't like my nuts being touched. Not a fan. Definitely not a fan. Oh, and it's it's mostly again it Poor just guy. it just kind of tickles like mm. it just it tickles and I don't like I don't, it doesn't it doesn't stimulate me like sexually. What kind of ball play? Let's get specific specific here. What do you mean? Because there's a lot of ball play. Out okay, there. so like <laughs> okay, so no, I mean I'll be honest with you. So like uh, hands on, like you know, like hand play, fine with that one. That one, whatever. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't like really do much for me, but like if, if it make I know some girls like to do that. Whatever, that's your call. Go ahead. But like mouth play, I don't like my I don't like mouth being on it because it just it just tickles. It, it <laughs> literally it just kind of, <laughs> 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 but it just it just tickles. And I'm like, look, man, I got the main attraction right in front of you. I'd like you to pay attention to the main attraction, main attraction, please. Like, so it, it's just not it's not in my realm of like, oh god, I love this. It's just it's whatever. But it's, uh, but it's, 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 but it's a turn off. Like it's if, a turn off. It's a turn off if it's like their thing. Like if they're like, I love ball play. I'm like, well, I'm not the man for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not the man for you. <laughs> it just it doesn't it, it 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 takes away a lot of the excitement for me. I find it boring. It's a turn off. Like I just I don't like it. Here's a scenario for you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Christina. Christina. Okay. Um. So I'm Christina, right? And I'm like, Daniel, I love ball play. Uh huh. I know it's not your favorite. Yeah. But I want to try it my way and you might like it. I'll give it the one shot for okay. sure. Now. I'll give it the one time. Are you so hot on this hill that even if it feels fucking good that you're going to die on it and be like, I don't like that? No, no, no. Okay. Absolutely not. So Christina not. Could, could essentially win over your heart here. In that one, yeah. But like as it, was, as it stands currently and how my life is, I don't like it. Okay. It's turn off. I, I, I've never had a good ball play where it's like, mm. yeah, that's great. Like, and I'm like, no, this is kind of fucking lame. Ball play. I don't know if there's a lot that you could do with ball play. I mean, I, I'm talking out my ass to be honest. Um, but I don't, I don't disagree with you. I want to say it's a turn off for me, right? I'm not saying that like, hey, look, if somebody wants to, you know, <clears throat> gargle my nutsack. Yeah, you can say it because I, mean, I don't know who's listening to this podcast. Mom, I'm sorry. Um, I'm pretty sure none of my family listens, and if this is the one episode, mostly that- my family that listens. <laughs> so, same. Um, my mom and my grandmother. Lit. That's perfect. Yeah. I love where this is going. Here we are. Um, there we are. Okay. Yeah, there's that. So, yeah, man. I mean, again, I'm not saying that like, I've ever had it to where I'm like, oh, like that's that's the one. Yeah. But, you know, like. <laughs> I'm so scared of what's about to come out of your mouth. <laughs> Listen. But, hey, you play a little, a little prostate. A little prostate play never hurt nobody. Now, yeah. now Listen. Now there's it's like it's a specific way that you got to do it, and I'm not sure. saying that it's ever I've ever you know it's been done the necessarily the right way, but there's a lot of studies mm-hmm. that show that arousal with prostate play. And again, I'm not saying you stick somebody like somebody's gonna stick their finger up your butt, right? There is that there's that spot in your gucci you can literally rub yes, onto it, yeah. And um, there's a lot of studies that show that that men can reach orgasm without actually coming yeah no like that that i've seen all that good stuff's fine just ball play stay away from it that's what i'm saying just but like no goes on maybe there's like a, a a way to marry ball play and process play that you've like blow your maybe. mind it blow your load i mean it could mind. be um so both both <laughs> at the same time Por qué no los dos? all right so i'm staying out of the bedroom here um 
Number three, not willing to pay or split at least once. Now, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, just in general, I, I guess this comes down to, like, equal equal roles in a relationship, right? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if I go out on a date with you, 110% of the time, I'm going to pay. And yeah. I'm going to... I'm gonna either I'm either gonna pay or I'm gonna do everything I fucking can to pay, yeah. right? There isn't, and again, it's been a long time. I know time you threw since. my fucking debit card that one time in the movies, and we're just friends, and you yeah. fucking threw my debit card ten feet away. Yeah, and it's and again, I, I've I, I you know, I've been in I was I had been in a relationship for for a very long time, right? And I think that like at some point that relationship thing, aspect is like there's just kind of like you guys are together. And so like paying like, isn't really as important. So I haven't been on like a lot of first dates or like new dates in a long time. But again, like when I was dating, it was, don't get me wrong. Like it was so shitty when somebody wouldn't offer to pay. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like I'm not asking you to go do anything. And this is with my friendships as well. Like majority of the time, if I'm asking you to do something and it's going to cost money, I'm not expecting you to pay. Yeah. I'm not going to invite you to go do something with me. That's going to cost you money without the intention of being like, Hey, I'm going to pay for this. Yeah. But I also do hope that my friendships or my relationships are also, I don't want to say good enough people, but right. Like in a position that they understand the importance of also offering to pay for themselves. Yeah. And chip their piece in. Yeah. And I think that again, like it comes down to like, if you, if you're talking like real relationship, like you haven't watched time at your mother, have you? Not all of it. Uh, did you, did you see the, the Ted episode with the check? Probably not. Oh, it's funny. It's just, it's, it's, it's exactly what you're talking about. He's like on a, he's like on like a montage of first dates with, with girls and like he'll sit there with like the check thing right there at dinner and he'll kind of like, like move it around, like slide it around and play with it. Like looking for them to even like just reach for it. And like, even when he went to go pay, he was like, like before he like passed <laughs> it off. That. And so it's, it's funny. It, it describes exactly what you're talking about. So but yeah. go ahead, please continue. I'm sorry. And, no, no. And, and I mean, again, I, I don't want it to uh, beat this dead horse here, but I think at the end of the day, like it really, it boils down to the idea that like we're, we're moving in a, in a, in a direction in today's generation society that like everybody wants to be able to provide for themselves and be able to provide for the people around them. Right. And I think that like, there isn't like a, it's an old school way of thinking like the men should always pay. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I think that men should always offer to pay always. Yep. But again, then it comes down to like conversations. It comes down to understanding. It comes down to agreements. Like, okay, like I paid last time. It's your turn. Sure. Right. Like, like one of the best examples that I have of this is like Nick and I, right? Like we're best, right? We've, we've lived together probably we've lived together for 10 years. Yeah. Um, and you know, subtract the, you know, six years that I, that I was, you know, most recently in a relationship, we always went like, we go grocery shopping together because it just made sense for us to. And like, Oh, he's like, I'll get this one. Okay, cool. I'll get the next one. Yeah. Right. It was just always like this, like back and forth. Like we never, it was like, okay, well last time that we went, it was $77 and 31 cents. And this time we went, it was $97 and 31 cents. I want you to pay me the $22 difference. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, I mean, I think even like in our, in our current friend group that kind of spills over, right? Like, you know, for D and D one weekend, like Rhea and I'll pick up pizza and come over, mm-hmm. and the the thing goes down where you're like, "Hey, how much was it?" And I'll be like, "Ah, oh, don't worry about it." Yeah. And the next weekend, the same fucking thing will happen. You guys will pick up food, and I'll be like, "Hey, how much do I owe you?" And you're like, "I oh, don't worry about it." See, but there's, there's there's a key piece there. Yeah, and that keep going. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, yeah, I was just like, I I think again, like in in good standing friendships, as long as we all understand that we're on equal playing terms, there's no score that needs to be kept. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think something you said there was important, right? Yeah. If you take that piece out, it becomes a little money yeah how much i owe you yeah right you guys show up with pizza cool how much i owe you 
Yeah. Every single time. Yep. There's not going to be a time where you show up mm-hmm. with something for everybody that I'm like, hey, what's my portion? Yes. Just like the, the, the inverse is going to be correct, right? There's not going to be a time where I ever show up or do something and you're not going to be like, hey, how much do we owe you? Yeah. Right. And I think in relationships, it's like one of those things where friendships or re- like romantic relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, like there's always going to be, especially as you grow further into your relationships, it becomes more serious, right? There's going to be a percentage. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like a percentage thing, right? Like you're like, okay, cool. Like if my rent's two grand, mm-hmm. right? And your monthly income is two grand and my monthly income six grand, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense for you to pay a grand for rent and me pay a grand for rent. You pay a proportional to a proportional the to the amount of income, Correct. right? So your a hundred percent of your income is a hundred percent of our rent. A third percent of our the third like a third of my income is our total rent. Yeah, right. So I should pay what sixty seven percent would be. Yeah, and or again whatever the math works out to be, right? Sure. But I, I think that's what it comes down to, and I think a lot of times that's missed. And again, yeah. I, I'm going about on a bit of a tangent here, but that's like fine. I think at the end of the day. It's very important for both parties in a relationship to want to take ownership of like, hey, like I got this one or hey, like sure. I, bought, I I paid for date night this week. You got date night next week, whatever it may be. Yeah. Like however, like wherever you are in that relationship or where if you're just starting dating or you've been married for three years. No, I, I, I 100% agree with you. Um, I only disagree slightly in the early dating stage. In the early dating stage, I'm very much old school. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to like... I don't want to say prove myself as a provider, sure. but like I, I want to pay for the dates. Like I agree, you know, and I, I want to do the, the the quote unquote right thing. And again, if you date differently, don't think I'm I'm dogging on your style of dating. That's to anyone who's listening. But like in my mind, first three to five dates that I'm taking a girl on, I'm gonna pay for it. Sure. Now to speak to what you're saying and where I again I think I really started to like honestly fall in love with Rihanna was the very first date we ever went on to we went to the movies. We went to go see Wolverine. We went to saw Logan. First movie we saw together. And so we get there. And even at that point, we weren't dating yet. We were just friends. But, like, I paid. And it was because I I knew in the back of my mind I had some interest in this girl. I just didn't let it fully come to fruition yet. Sure. And then even past that, the first couple of dates, I would always pay. But she'd always try. She would always try to pay. She would always say, hey, how much do I owe you? And I'd be like, don't worry about it. And then or she would say, let me pay this time. And I'm like, no, I got it. But the effort, like, her wanting to be a part of that was huge. So I... I very much see where that's a turnoff. Like, like, like if someone's just not willing to give their portion, give their piece, it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah, like, I'm not expecting you to pay, yes. right? I want you, if, especially even if it's a first date. Well, it's an effort thing, right? Right, yeah, it's an effort thing, right? Like, I'm not, again, I'm never going to let you pay unless you get sneaky never with gonna it. Never going to let you pay. <laughs> but that's my, that, I guess that was, like, that was really my point, right? Yeah. It's like, it's an effort thing. Yeah. And again, like, I'm old school too. Yeah. I'm going to open the car door for you. Yep. 95% of the time. Dude, sometimes I got to sprint to the fucking door though, Rihanna. That woman's just fucking going. I'm like, can you, can you wait? Yeah. 30, can you wait three seconds so I can get over there and open the door? Stop doing wind sprints. All yeah. right. Chill. <laughs> but that's the thing is like 95% of the time I'll do it. Unless there's like a, an extending circumstance where like it's like fucking raining and you already in the car. Like you sprinted to the fucking car or it's like, Hey, like I'm carrying a bunch of groceries and I want you to get in the car first. Right. Because yeah. Like at the end of the day, like the, the reason behind doing that is for like a, a like a safety thing, right? Or like yep. a protection thing. Like, again, I want you in the car first because if heaven forbid somebody tries to come up and rob us, you can lock the door. Yep. You're, right? you're good in there. You're good in there, right? And, and I think also like it's, it's one of those things where um, Sherry, she's like, a, she's like my mom. Um, her, her husband, Troy, is like probably one of the most fundamental gentlemen 
ever. Yeah. Right. Like always opens the door. Doesn't let her pump her own gas. He goes, Hey, look, like, yeah. I'm not saying you can't, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm saying, I don't want you to, cause I can. Yes. Right. Like, Hey, your car is almost empty. Don't worry about it while you're at home relaxing. I'm going to get in the car. I'm going to go fill up your car. Yep. Like, and, and again, that might be an extreme and some people are like, man, that's fucking crazy. And some women to this on this podcast might be listening and be like, man, that's fucking ridiculous. I'm my own woman. Like I get it. And it has nothing to say that it's not your own woman, but it's like, Hey, you say, Hey, look like it's your me, partner trying to be sweet and love. Yeah. On let me, let me, me care like, for you. Active service, right? Active yep. service gifts, things like that. So it's funny you say that though. Cause Sean does the same thing with Tammy. So my, my wife's, for those who don't know my wife's parents, like Sean does that for Tammy. If he, if he notices that the pathfinder's getting low, he'll go fill it up. Yeah. And that's just cause he loves her. It's yeah. just how he shows it. And so like, again, like I think it's really an effort thing and I think that goes both ways. Right. And mm-hmm. so like, on first dates, look, I'm never going to let anybody pay, but I, I would like for like, if we're like, if we went out dinner, mm-hmm. how much are you? Or like, Hey, let me take a look at the bill. Yeah. No, but like, I, I like the effort. So yeah. that's kind of what I'm getting at as well. I agree Absolutely. I'm pretty old school as well. Cool. So my number two is a selfish partner. Now this can be any range of, of, of selfish you want to talk about, whether it be emotionally you know, financially, spiritually, physically. sexually, yeah. physically, all of that stuff. Selfishness is a no-go. Because for me, a relationship is a partnership, right? Like we sure. are in this together. You and me have decided to team up and we're against the whole fucking world. And it's on us to share with each other, each other's knowledges, experiences, everything, right? To like make it work. That's, that's, our, that's, that's our goal here. And when you run into a partner who is selfish... God, that's just the most like infuriating thing because like it, like a lot of people who are selfish also extinguish your dreams because they want to focus on their dreams and mm-hmm. like things like that, right? And you know, again, I'm very blessed to have a partner who's extraordinarily invested in all of my goals, and I'm very invested in all of her goals. So it's just it's nice. I don't have to ever think about it, but like just selfish partners, no go, big turnoff. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good umbrella like um, aspect of kind of what we just talked about, right? We just spent a lot of time talking yeah. about that, but like. Yeah, I mean, like, it really comes down to what are you willing to do and sacrifice of yourself for your person that you yes. care for. Correct. Right? And again, like, it's a very fine line, right? And I think that, um, you know, being recently out of a relationship, and it was a great relationship, right? I, I don't want I want to make sure that, you know, it, it isn't misconstrued that, like, you know, any of these pet peeves or any of these turnoffs were something that were in my last relationship. Right. Cause I, I am not going to confidently say that they are or that they weren't, they were <laughs> not part of my last relationship. Um, yeah. I was like, how do I fucking like math in my head? But, <laughs> but with that, like what I did find was, you know, in a relationship, like I, like I mentioned, like the selfishness being so unselfish is also, I think, not great when it comes to relationships, right? Because you mm-hmm. lose yourself in your partner. Yeah. Right. And I think that you said something when you were talking about you and Rihanna is like, you guys are like, she's incredibly invested in your goals just yeah. as you are with hers. Mm-hmm. Right. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they have to be the exact same goals. Right. True. It doesn't mean they have to be necessarily landing in the exact same place, mm-hmm. um, but they are aligned. Right. And yep. I think that they're moving in the right direction, in the same direction. Correct. Um, and I think that, you know, being and being recently out of relationship, I found that like there was a lot of concessions that probably both of us made, but I'll, I'll speak for myself, right? That like, um, I, I probably like looking back, wish I hadn't. Yeah. Right. I think things that like, you know, I'm, I'm going through this, this time in my life and trying to understand, okay, like, dang man, like 
there's this gap now and it's like n- there shouldn't be a gap necessarily there should be like a like a, like a miss but like, like mm-hmm. what are the things that i enjoy doing yeah right? what are the things that like i like to fill my time with and because i spent so much time invested with my identity and somebody else mm-hmm. you find that like now when that somebody else may not be there you're finding things you're like okay like wait now i gotta refine myself yeah and and i think that like that you know coming full circle to to the the, the selfishness is like like you want somebody that's selfless, yes. but also selfish and the things that are important to them. Correct. Right. I, well, I think it comes back to your, you're dying on a hill point, right? Like mm-hmm. if you really believe in something and you really have your whole heart into it, die on the hill, die on that fucking hill. And I will go die with you as your partner. I will, I'll stay on the hill with you. Yeah. Fuck. I don't give a shit. But like it, but it's, it's one of those things that like you're saying, like there's a balance. Mm-hmm. There is a balance to it. And it also comes down to that, that idea too. I think that like being willing to try something new. Mm-hmm. Right. Is like, look, if you're on that hill and you, it's something you're super passionate about, maybe something I never thought about in my life. Mm-hmm. Well, let me, let me learn about it. Yeah. Let me go with you and check it out, bro. To example that Rihanna said something last weekend that I was like, she's getting it. I can't even believe this. I'm so proud of her. We were watching a football game. And mind you, she is not from a sports family. Her dad doesn't even like football. Yeah. Like, she, there's no, there's not, and not an ounce of sports in that family. They don't care. They don't give a shit about it. We're watching a football game, and I've put pen to paper, like written things down, showed her like what what, what positions look like, how formations, like basic formations look. And she goes, she goes, oh, that's the pocket, and he's throwing to his receiver. And I was like, goddamn. I did it. I was like, she's getting it. Well, and look, <laughs> I felt like I, that Tarzan moment when Jane's teaching Tarzan. Like, <laughs> uh, I, that's, that's, and again, like the only reason that I can imagine from the little, like the, 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 the very short amount of time that I've known you guys mm-hmm. that Rihanna gives a shit about sports at all is because of you. hundred percent. Right. I mean like to the point where she likes hockey, right? She found a hockey team, right? She got into hockey and she, she loves she, hockey and she did that because <laughs> You were so invested in sports that she wanted to find an investment that she could be in sports that wasn't necessarily like on your coattails. Yeah. Right. Because it's not like you're a big hockey fan from my understanding. No, right. I'm, I'm not. But the reason that from, from what I was able to, from what I was able to gather from an, you know, an outside perspective is she chose that sport because she knows that sports are important to you, but she also wanted to show you that she has the ability to go make her own choices. Yeah. Right. And so we talk about this like selfless and selfish aspect of, of a relationship and this balance and that yin and yang and like that example right there is so perfect. Right. Because mm-hmm. football, basketball, baseball like those are like some of your favorite sports i can tell and fighting right absolutely and the the amount of intentional understanding that she takes to get it to be able to have some sort of conversation at a very high level with you yeah like with fighting right i see it right with baseball with all these things she takes an investment just to know like at the end of the day, like how's I guarantee you, if we called her up, hey, what's Atlanta's uh, football record? She'd probably know. Oh yeah. Hey, what's the Padres record? She'd probably know. Yeah. Like, hey, what? I forget your basketball. Uh, hold Timberwolves. On. Timberwolves. Yeah. Yep. Hey, what are the like? What are? I mean, they're not playing basketball right now, but like, she would know those things. Yeah. Not because it's necessarily super important to her, but it's important to her because it's important to you. Exactly. Right. And I think that, again, it's not going to be her favorite thing. Like, right? I don't know that sports will ever be her favorite thing. Nope. But that's okay. Except, except for fighting and hockey, because they make to in her, in her words. Violence makes sense. <laughs> well, and again, it's very clear who's winning and not, yeah. right? But I think also probably what comes with those things, right? Yeah. What's wrapped up in those things. Like fighting is something that we all do together. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We don't all fight 
yeah, like, yeah. but we watch fighting together. Yes. <laughs> um, but like, I think that's something that's important, right? When we're talking about relationships, that understanding of like, Hey, look, like this is important to me. It doesn't have to be as important to you, but I hope vicariously because of how important it is to me that you'll take at least enough, put enough effort in, right? Go yeah. back into effort yep. to at least understand at a very high level of why it's important to me. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And at least try it. Give it a shot. 100%. Give it a shot. Sit on Sunday with me and watch football. Yep. Sit on a, I mean, any day of the week to watch baseball because there's too many fucking games, right? Like, <laughs> whatever it may be. And I think, I think that goes to like, hey, like if, if Rihanna or, or your significant other wants to paint, yeah. you know what? You should fucking carve out some time if you've never painted and try, yeah. right? And if it's not your favorite thing, hey, sit with her while she's doing it and do something that's very similar that you love while she's doing it. That's what we do. She paints and I write stories. And that's I'll, what I'm, you know, stories and it's, and just, like, it's those little things. But like, again, like, to, like being able to take the time to understand like why does this person like this mm-hmm. and okay let me try to like it like they like it yes okay, i can't like it like they like it let me try to like it how i should like it okay I, I don't really like it it's not my favorite i gave it my best shot yep but here's what i'm willing to do correct and we talk about concessions and things like that so yep. anyways long-winded way to get back to your number two yeah <laughs> no, my number two uh, i'm not a dog or an animal person Oh, uh, fuck that. Yeah. Oh, like, how's that on my list? I don't know. The only oh, reason it's on my list. Here's the thing. I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, I was like, man, I'm sitting there thinking. And then Kai jumps up and lays in my lap. And Kai's my dog, by the way. And she just lays in my lap. And I'm like, oh, shit. If you don't like dogs. Listen, I'm like right now, like I have no intention of being in the dating world for a very long time. But um, whenever I do decide to enter that field again, I will have Kai. Yeah. If some female ever walks into my house. Ooh, you have a dog? Either says that or doesn't get along with Kai or Kai's like, hey, dad, I'm not a big fan. I'm like, sorry, I'll call your Uber. <laughs> um, get out. Because that dog is my life. Yeah. Um, and animals are so important to me because I don't think that, you know, as human beings, we deserve to have any type of like housebroken animal, right? Like yeah. cats, dogs, lizards, whatever it is that's in our house that we can interact with because yeah. humans are inherently bad. Right. I think that, you know, inherently, like when it comes to animals, for the most part, come from a very pure intention of just doing the things that they know and need to be able to survive. Yep. Humans don't. We're the only animal that doesn't do that. Right. We're the only animal that doesn't just act and be because we need to survive or we need the things around us. Humans are like there's ego. There's all these different critical thinking in general, critical thinking. Right. And um as human beings, a, we don't deserve the unconditional love that animals give us. Especially dogs, dude. Like dog- dogs, oh, cats, man. any of those housebroken animals. Like, yeah, I've seen, I've seen a video with some some girl. She a bee landed in her backyard. Mm-hmm. Couldn't fly. She. So I don't know if you know this, but uh, bees have a life cycle of twenty eight days. Yeah, bees only live for twenty eight days. So. This, this woman found this bee and it was like, couldn't fly. So she brought it into her house, put it in like a little arbitrary, like our, yeah. our, whatever it's called. And every single day, like played with it, talked to it. And she took a video for every single day. Yeah. 32 days. This bee lasted. Mm-hmm. And like it would crawl on her hand. It would eat like it would, she would zoom in and would be licking water off of its, off of her fingertip. Like all these different things. And like, again, like this is like a wild being. Yeah. And they sent energy. I, I, again, I think animals just have a, a keen sense of understanding of who people are. And I, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a cool, that's, that's a really cool share. Like I like that. Cause there was a, a time when I was working at Brona rec center and there was a little, little fledgling bird that had fallen out of the nest and like, mm-hmm. I didn't see mom anywhere. I didn't see other, any other birds around. 
I was like, cool, I'm going to fucking keep this thing. I like birds. And I, I, that's a fun fact about Daniel. Daniel loves birds. Weird so, falcon fan? Yeah, right. And so I, I so I've scooped the bird up and I take it back with me home and I get a little bird cage for it. I'm trying to take care of it. It wouldn't eat or anything the first night. It didn't drink any water. And I didn't know anything about birds at the time. I was like, you know what? This is a bad decision. I need to take it to a bird sanctuary because they can actually like take care of this bird. I can't. Yeah. And so um, I have the bird in this little like portable cage and I drive over to go get breakfast with my pastor, do a little Bible study thing, and I was going to go drop it off, go to work. And so we're eating breakfast, and the bird is, like, flipping out in the cage. Like, it's losing its mind. It's next to me on the table. I don't want to leave my truck it, or my car yeah. at the time because it would be too hot and all that good stuff. And so it's freaking out in the cage. I'm trying to eat breakfast, and I was like, God, he won't. Like, and I open up the cage, and I stick my finger out, and he hops up onto my finger. I called him toothless. But I hopped him on my finger, and he sat there, and I ate breakfast while he was sitting there, and I'd feed him little pieces of egg because that was one of the things I read that birds can eat is egg. And I'd give him little pieces here and there. My pastor's, like, looking at me like like I'm a crazy man. And he goes, he's like, how, how long have you had that bird? I was like, mm, give or take 12 hours. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah, so it, becomes, it comes back to where, like, like, animals instinctually, I think they know when you're not trying to harm them or sure. you've shown that you're not, I'm not here to hurt you, hunt you, eat you. Like I'm here, like we're, we're coexisting. Mm-hmm. Like they have a, 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 a innate understanding of that and they bond quickly once that that's understood. Yeah. Once you feel safe. Yeah. Right? And it's I think crazy. That you see that a lot with like rescue dogs that were like just treated so poorly. Right. And like beat and things like that. Well, fucking bee though. That's wild. Wild. Right. Like, and a it's, bee. yeah. And it, not, again, 28 day life cycle. It lived for 31 days. That's so crazy. But I'm, I'm, I'm stuck on the fact that it's a bee. Yeah. Like you, you would think that a bee would be like, no, fuck you, bat, and like stinger or something. No. And nope. That's Crazy. wild. So again, like I, I just think like animals, you know, without going too much of a tangent, like if you're not an animal person, like whether that be a dog or whatever, um, I'm not, you know, I don't discriminate, but I, I, I don't discriminate by my animals. Um, it's, it's a no go for me. That's a turn off. No, it's, that's, that's a big fair. Flaccid. Flaccid. <laughs> no hard pee pee. No hard nothing. All right, my final and most important turnoff, and this is a no-go, will not discuss. We're not even going to finish this date because I, I find it just that irritating. Overall, just being stupid or dumb. I Let's dive into this. Let's, uh, let's dig a little deeper here. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig a little deeper. So I'm, and I mean somebody who's dumb, and we all know what I'm talking about. We've all met someone Mm-mm. who's dumb before. Like Pretend we don't. That's what okay. I'm curious about. All right. Our listeners don't know. Cause so when I say dumb... I mean, we can't hold any kind of conversation because you have no idea what I'm talking about on anything. Or you are talking about these very surface level, low level like conversations. I want to have deep conversations about real shit. I don't want to talk about, oh, the fucking weather's outside. Oh, the weather's great. What if I'm nervous? But that's different. Ner- but you can tell nervousness from someone being like legitimately just dumb, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I just like... I, and again, this isn't like a, a bragging point, but like I've always dated relatively intelligent women. Like I've always dated women who had goals for their life, were pursuing things, you know, whether it be in college or career or whatever. And they were smart women mm-hmm. because that, that's, that, that's, that's very attractive to me, dating a smart woman. And so dating a dumb woman is not something I'll do. I, I just can't. Like if, I, if we can't have any real conversations, intelligent. she's, she's so fucking smart. So like, be all right. Yeah, I'm fine. She's way smarter than I will ever be. And so it's like, I, I, but I need to be with someone like that. I need to be with someone that can mentally stimulate me. And it's such a turnoff when like, we can't even have like a mid-level conversation about anything because you just can't get deep enough in a thought process to actually explore a thought or explore an idea. 
Like that drives me up the fucking wall. Like I, 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 I and even in my friendships, I won't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I, I like to have, be around smart people. Surprised you're hanging out with me then. Oh, shut I'm the fuck. Shut the fuck. I'm a Moran. Um, don't okay. listen to him. He's smart. So, let me let me ask you this then, right? I mean, like, obviously, we're talking like first dates, right? Or sure. Like, and you said, hey, like, if, if I just noticed that they're dumb, but like, I think that there is, you know, a lot of that small talk, and it's so funny because I actually, you know, this is something that. Um, in my previous relationship, we kind of had, you know, a, a misunderstanding of, I think, right? Like, like I, I, I agree with you. I think having very deep conversations and being able to, like, talk about something at a, at a very high level or rather deep level and, you know, really explore different um, trains of thought or different avenues is great. But I think that, like, it's also unrealistic to think that all of your conversations are going to happen that way, right? Of and course. I think that, like in a relationship, right? Like for instance, you know, it was like, Oh, like we don't, you know, we need to have more deep level conversations or this, that, or like, I just don't like the small talk. Well, look, if I haven't seen you all day, Danielle, Hey Danielle, how was your day? Well, of course, right? that's, like, that's not what I'm saying though. What I'm saying is and, like, and I guess I, I, one second real quick, just, yes. just real quick. That's not what I'm saying that you were saying. Okay. Right. But I'm just saying that like, there is like oftentimes that like there's an unrealistic expectation wrapped around that. Sure. And so I guess, again, my question to you really is, is like, what what are some of the, the 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 clear indications that somebody falls in this category for you? It's the inability to have those conversations, right? Like again, I'm not saying every conversation has to be the most mentally stimulating conversation ever because sometimes I'm tired as fuck at night. I just want I kind of want to talk about something stupid that doesn't matter. But like, it's it's the inability to have these conversations if we're well into a first date. Because I don't know about you, but whenever I plan a first date, I always plan a longer first date. You know. Multiple activities. You know like, me. Like, no, I don't plan shit. So <laughs> I was always like a, like a dinner and then go do something or do something and then do dinner. Like I, I liked to have mo, mo, my favorite strategy, if you will, was to like movie then Men, dinner. You ought to be taking notes here. Well, it was like movie then dinner because when we're at dinner, we have something to talk about. So we just saw a movie together. Okay, so that's, like that's good. That's just some good notes right there, man. <laughs> or any activity like go to an arcade and then go have dinner or whatever the fuck you want to do, right? Pick, pick your activity, dinner second. And that way you can... One, you get some car time together. You get to talk while you're in the car. You get to kind of get to know each other, all that good stuff. You can joke about music, whatever, right? While you're doing the activity that gives you a basis and something to go off for your conversations at dinner. Now, if we're having these conversations and like the conversation is tilting to a way where we can really dive into the subject, but it gets averted. Okay, maybe you don't know about that subject or maybe you don't want to go there. Fine. Starts to happen again. Bam, averted again. Now I'm starting to think- like they and just like again like it's it's so it's hard to say like just being dumb like just okay. like just not having a, an ability to have an intelligent conversation about something or like spitting out things that are just like that are just dumb like no just bad ideas no yeah no sustenance okay. like it's like those that really just bugs me like, so let's say Daniel sure Christina uh-huh. uh huh we went and saw a movie yep um let's see here that's a good one that I'm that'd be good for conversation let's say us because i know that's one okay that's one of your favorites right uh favorites but one of your favorites of jordan peele yeah so we go kind of get some hand holding stuff at the movie you buy me some popcorn hopefully and a nice drink i offer to pay of course but then you're like cool like let's go to dinner yeah all right cool we're at dinner dinner. okay talk to me about this conversation well, that's how hard to role play that. Oh, I don't we know just watched us. 
you know, you, you just we just watched us pretend like it was a first date. We just watched us. We didn't really know each other, right? We we had our little card fucking details. Yeah. Like we met on, we fucking met at Nick's birthday. Sure. I don't know. That's kind of hard to do because we don't. We, I don't have enough context to have that conversation. I'll be honest with you. Like I'm just gonna be like flat out with you. It's not like a a sales role play where I can just assume shit and start going down the rabbit hole, right? Like like I. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm very intentional with conversation in, in that setting, right? Like I'm, I'm asking a lot of questions that I can then pocket for conversation later so that I can find out about you and then we can find out more about you and then I can let you in about me and like those kinds of things. So we can have that, that dialogue back and forth. But if I'm trying to open the doors for those conversations and it's not even not wanting to go there, but if there's like a, a legitimate inability to even have the conversation because your brain cannot process the information, mm-hmm. I'm out. Sure. And again, it's not to dog anybody who's not that smart or not super intelligent. It's just that's that's a turnoff for me. I, I I like somebody who's smart, and I married a woman who has a biochemistry degree and is a forensic scientist. Mm-hmm. That shit is sexy. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I think intelligence is super sexy, right? I agree yeah. with you. Um, I, I think what I'm hearing from you, right? And again, yeah. I'm not trying to put words into your mouth. I'm just trying to help. Like again, if I'm listening to this podcast, trying to understand, like. Like, wow, Daniel's very, like, shallow. Like, that's kind of what I'm hearing, right, at uh-huh. first. Because you're like, hey, like, they're just dumb. Like, they just can't sure. have a conversation. But what I'm also hearing is you're like, hey, like, my goal is to get to know this person on yeah. a level of, like, hey, like, I can pocket this, but it's, like, a deeper understanding of this person. And so if somebody has the inability to talk about their beliefs and the inability to talk about Correct. what they're passionate about or or unwilling or, like, not, like, necessarily unwilling, but can't share or – um, verbalize the things that are important to them, the things that are like get them up in the morning, all these different yes. things. Like that sounds like those are the types of conversations you're trying to have at dinner. So it's not even like a, Hey, like the subject matter. It's like a, Hey, like, like you don't even know what you want. Exactly. If you can't like, that's a good way to put it. If you can't articulate the things that, that fire you up. Yeah. Okay. Why are we here? Okay. Like, so, so here okay, I totally, I, and I'm, again, I'm I, touching I, it now. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, again, I only relate that to intelligence or being dumb because if you can't even articulate the things that make you excited, I can't imagine that smart of a person. Like I, yeah. I really can't. Like it, it, so I that I think that's that could get down to a very nature versus nurture talk. Sure. I think at some point, because um, I think at the end of the day, there's also like some people that pretend to be dumb, right? Oh, 100%. And, and like they think it's oh, sexy. One of them was one of them was my old boss, right? She's, and it's like ooh, I don't fucking throw. It's just cliff. such a weird thing. But no, I agree with you. Um, I don't want to you know go to harp too much on this, but I think intelligence is super sexy, right? And I think mm-hmm. that the lack of intelligence or drive or motivation is also um wildly unattractive so i agree with you all right number one for me oh yeah i mean you know i know just being a bad person right like i think that and it it was funny because we talked to to fingers a little bit about this and this was something that i had on my list but how you treat other people is how you're going to treat me later in our in our relationship 100 percent. right and i think that if you First and foremost, right? Like I think at the beginning of any type of relationship or dating, you're in your best fucking behavior. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think that like that's also a fine line that I've also now learned and thinking back on. It's like, hey, like you don't want to be on so much of a good behavior on so much of like this like, hey, because at the end of the day, like that's not natural for you. Yeah. Right? You don't want to be so unnatural of who you really are because you're trying to impress somebody because it's very uh, unlikely that you're going to be able to continue to to maintain that. Um, but I do think that, you know, having that, if you aren't on your best behavior, right. Or like you're disrespectful, for instance, we go to dinner, right. And you treat the waiter bad or you treat the waitress bad or you treat the hostess. I'm like, dude, like I can't even imagine how you're going to treat me, treat any of my friends, treat my, treat our kids. Like like, these are things that like, I'm like, dude, like, why do you think it's okay to act like that? 
Yeah. And so if you don't have the cognizance, right, to be able to understand like 10 the impact, points for vocab for Chris on that one, <laughs> uh, to understand the impact that you're making on the people around you. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want you to be in a situation where you're so caught up and worried about what people think that you're, you have an inability to act yeah. like who you want to be. I think that like we also live in a very nerfed world right now where that's another good one um, where everything has to be said in a way or done in a way that you're considering anybody within like a 20 foot radius yeah. of you, if they might hear you or they might perceive you or they might see you and how it might make them feel. And like, there's a lot of mites there. Look, I think that your intention has to start and be grounded in the right place. If you, if you have good intention with things that you do, right. Mm-hmm. And your intention isn't to make somebody within that 20 foot radius actually hurt. Then I think that like, again, there's gotta be like a level of like, Hey, like you shouldn't worry about what people think of you, hundred percent. but you should be worried about how you make people feel. Yes. Right. And if your intention, I think, is sewn in the right spot, and I think that, again, you're worried about how you're making people feel, not necessarily what people think of you, um, I think that's a win. But again, bad people piss me off. Yeah. Again, like I will, again, I'm, the, I'm old school. Like I'll hold the door open for you, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. high five. I'm going to say hi to everybody. I'm going to thank everybody un, 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 unapologetically for the service that they give me. Anywhere I go, I'm going to mm-hmm. try to have a conversation. If I like somebody's shirt, I'm going to say they have a nice shirt. If I like somebody's smile, I'm going to say they had a nice smile. If I appreciate the way somebody treated me, I'm going to say, hey, thank you for treating me good. Yeah. Right? And these are things that like are important to me. And if you don't exemplify those things as well like we're just not going to be i'm not saying you're a bad person but we're not going to be good together well i think that's you bring for me yeah no that's a great one because i mean i think you you bring up a good point right with like even like the please and thank you thing like you know i, I that's something i've picked up on in a date before where I, I noticed that you know when the waiter was directly talking to the girls on a date with she wouldn't say please or thank you right and i know that's a really small detail but i'm big on that right because yeah. like whenever a waiter drops off food Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yep. Or, you know, they felt my water. Thank you. I appreciate that. Like, I'm very, I'm very intentional that interaction because they deal with shitheads all day long. All so it's day. like, if I can be a bright spot for them and hopefully make their shift just like a touch better, great. Mm-hmm. Mission accomplished. Or just not make it any worse. Like, yeah. mission accomplished. And so, anyways, um, she wouldn't, she didn't say anything. She didn't even acknowledge the waiter when they dropped food off or when they would pour their, you know, fill their water up, or bring a drink to them. And I was kind of, that's weird and as we we went on a couple dates and like that that behavior repeated and you know like in in our our normal conversations if i held the door for her there wasn't like oh thank you or like whatever whatever she had a very expecting attitude yeah which i think leads to being a bad person but mm-hmm. like that, that so i was like huh but that's a good point out it's a good call out like i like that yeah it's just like the little things right and i think nobody's perfect no. right man i say stuff sometimes that i'm like man i really wish i wouldn't have said that of course right? and or I do something like, man, I really wish I would have done that. And I think that like we all do things like that. And I hope that the uh, the company I keep understands that these things do happen um, and is willing to give me an opportunity to either acknowledge it and apologize or acknowledge it and at least say, hey, like that's not, you know, whatever it may be. Um, or I do hope that the company that I keep holds me accountable to the things that maybe I don't acknowledge or recognize as things that weren't so great. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, Hey, like, I just want to, I just want to bring this to your attention or Hey, like, you know, I don't know if you meant it like this. I doubt you did. But when you said this, this is how it was perceived, right? Like yeah. things like that. And I think that, you know, that's very important with the company that you keep. Well, I mean, if that's your concern, I don't think you should be concerned because uh, you're great about that. Well, for example, when Rhea and I were on our, our anniversary trip in, in Hawaii, 
we were taking a bunch of pictures. We were texting in the group chat a bunch. And Chris made a very playful, offhanded joke about, you guys are texting a lot for being on your honeymoon or whatever, or uh, anniversary trip. And I took it the wrong way. I, t- I took it as, like, Chris actually being upset that we were texting. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, damn, I didn't mean to, like, be bugging people. And so, like, texted him separately. I said, hey, man, I'm pretty sure you didn't mean it this way. But, like, is this what you meant by it? Like, if so, I'm so sorry for bothering you. And Chris was like, no, 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 no. Like, I like, I apologize. Like, I was not the intention. Like, I was just trying to joke. Like, I love that you guys are texting us. I just want to make sure you guys have time for you. And, again, he brought it back to wanting me and Rita have our time, yeah. which part of our time is sharing our time with our friends. Like, we like doing that. And so, but that, again, you were very approachable. Like, you were very easy to clear the air with and be yeah. like, cool. Because I was sitting in that one for a while, and I was like, do I text him? Do I not text him? And, and Rihanna's like, dude, just text the guy. She's like, he's one of your best friends. He's going to understand. And I was yeah. like, okay, okay, okay. And I finally text you and then immediately shot back with like, dude, not the intention. Not the intention. Like, if you want to share with us, share with us. But again, I think you have to worry about that. But I think that, you know, you are correct that when it comes to dating, like just someone being like an overall bad person, having that stink about them, it's just, mm-hmm. There's like a sense of like an ego or an entitlement, right? And yeah. It's unfortunate because I think, how do I say this? Um, one of my favorite quotes, I think I've said this a couple of times, right? Is the worst thing that ever happened to you is the worst thing that ever happened to you. Right. And so it's all a matter of perception, all a matter of perspective, like re- relativism, like all these different things. But I think at the end of the day, right? Like, so you can always be like, yeah, man, this person must've just had it pretty easy. And like, you know, maybe they just never had a struggle or they don't understand what it's like to not be appreciated or all these different things. Like, and you can always find excuses to justify other people's behavior, the things that they do. But I think you as an individual have a responsibility to that person and how you want that relationship with whoever it is that you're going, whether it be a friendship or not, to very make sure it's very clear early on that you establish who you want to be in that relationship. It's like, hey, like I just want to be clear with something. Is this something, is this what you meant by this? Or, yeah. Hey, I was just curious, like, you know, and being able to call that out and also what you're doing is establishing very early on is like, hey, like I these things are important to me, and I'm also gonna if you're not doing these things or you're saying something that like doesn't sound right, I'm going to call you out on it. Yeah. I'm not always going to be right either. If I call you out on it, that's totally fine. Um, but I, I am not going to be unwilling to, I'm not going to be willing to abandon the person that I am or I want people to perceive me as to be seen as a better light and in a better light from the person that I'm with yeah. or people that I'm with. hundred percent. And I think that again, like some people, you know, in their life don't have to struggle. And so they don't, they don't understand like what it's like to have to like really work for something. Right. Or really fail hard or fall hard. And that's not no knock on them. Right. I mean, like I, I I wish more people didn't have to struggle. Like I wish more people didn't, I, I wish more people could have good lives. Right. But I also, the world would be a really a much different place if everybody had a great life. And it also, and it, I think even on touching on that, like it'd be a lot different if people just could understand a little bit of empathy, yeah. right? Like maybe you didn't go through this thing, but understanding that that was a terrible thing for this person. And that goes both directions, right? Yeah. Even from people that had to struggle or work hard to get where they had to get to, but some people had that silver spoon per se, like just cause they had the silver spoon doesn't mean that things they experienced didn't hurt them emotionally. Right, and like it boils down to like the worst thing that ever happened to you is the worst thing that ever happened to you, to you. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes people people forget that, right? Yep. You know, you have somebody that fucking struggled, right? Ate out of trash cans, you know, really didn't know where they were gonna sleep that night, right? And they they found a way to make it, but then they turn around and shit on people that have it good, like 
dude, you're doing it. The, like it's the wrong, that's the wrong thing. Right. Wrong like, that's, that's the wrong attitude. Like, yeah, sure. Maybe they didn't struggle as hard as you, but you don't know what they went through. Yeah. Right. Maybe they had more money or maybe they had more opportunity, whatever, but their struggles were struggles. Now, again, if they're bad people, different story, different story, but you still shouldn't like, like again, like you don't go shit on those people. Right. And mm-hmm. so again, I, I, it's, being a good person is so relative as well, but being a good person, like I think there's a handful of things that people just ought to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, empathy is important. I think if the world had a little bit more empathy, we'd be good. And I think that actually like a lot of people mistake empathy and sympathy. Yeah. Right. Empathy is more of like, and I understand and sympathy is like, no, like I feel it with you. Yeah. And it's like, Hey, like I don't need to feel it with you to understand. Yep. Agreed. Right. And yeah. It's got really deep for a turnoff list. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's important, right? I think it is. that, you know. No, I just, I just wanted to point out to you. Like, some the real deep rooted uh, <laughs> reasons behind these, uh, these turnoffs. But yeah, man, be a good, be a fucking good person. Yeah. Um, you know, be nice to people. Try to make people laugh. Um, don't be a J-hole. That was one of my favorite things my don't coach used to say. So I had, a, I had a football coach growing up and he used to call people jackasses and got in trouble from parents. So then he used to call them assholes. I got in trouble. <laughs> so then he just combined the two and called them J-holes. That's so funny. Yeah. That's a great workaround. It's a great workaround. He had a shirt made for it and it was in his classroom. <laughs> it's pretty funny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. Um, thank you all for hanging on there. For those of you that, that made it to the end, I hope that um, there was something of value or, you know, you gained a little bit of an insight to, uh, you know, kind of what we're, what Daniel and I are about and the people that, you know, we want to uh, uh, be and hope to become. And, you know, we, I, I, I don't, I don't want to speak for you. Right. But I talked a lot about, um, accountability and I think that, you know, having a public forum like this also creates a, uh, an environment or a circumstance in which we have to be accountable to our listeners. We do. And so, you know, with that being said, like, look, if there's things that, you know, are, are out there or things that you guys don't feel aligned with the people that we are essentially like releasing kind of little bits by little bits by each episode, releasing who we are, the people we want to be. If there are things that we say or do that you guys don't feel that are aligned with those things, um, look, call us out. Yeah. You're probably wrong, but call us out. Call us out. I mean, if you don't vibe with it, you don't got to listen, but you can tell your friends to listen because they might vibe with it. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. All right, fuckers. Uh, We made it to the end again. Uh, Thank you all for hanging on here. My name is Chris. I'm Daniel. And we'll see you all next week. Bye.